They frequently lost sight of God's gracious purposes in their favor and were much discouraged. Moses suggests to them that there was a future happy time drawing near when their journey and warfare should be finished. They should soon be put in possession of the promised land and have rest from all their fears and troubles. Then it would give them pleasure to look back upon what they now found so uneasy to bear. Thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee through the wilderness. The importance and comfort of these words is still greater if we consider them in a spiritual sense, as addressed to all who are passing through the wilderness of this world to a heavenly Canaan, who, by faith in the promises and power of God, are seeking an internal rest in that kingdom which cannot be shaken. The hope of that glorious inheritance inspires us with some degree of courage and zeal to press forward. When our eye is fixed upon the Lord, we are more than conquerors over all that would withstand our progress. But we have not yet attained. We still feel the infirmities of a fallen nature. Through ignorance and unbelief, we often mistake the Lord's dealings with us, and are ready to complain. If we knew all, we should rejoice looking back. But to us there is a time coming when our warfare shall be accomplished, our views enlarged, and our light increased. With what transports of adoration and love shall we look back upon the way by which the Lord led us? We shall then see and acknowledge that mercy and goodness directed every step. We shall see that what our ignorance once called adversities and evils were in reality blessings which we could not have done well without. Nothing befell us without a cause. No trouble came upon us sooner or pressed on us more heavily or continued longer than our case required. Our many afflictions were, each in their place, among the means employed by divine grace and wisdom to bring us to the possession of that exceeding and eternal weight of glory which the Lord has prepared for His people. Even in this imperfect state, though we are seldom able to judge aright present circumstances, yet, if we look upon the years of our past and compare what we have been brought through with the frame of our minds under each successive period, if we consider how wonderfully one thing has been connected with another, so that what we now number among our greatest advantages, perhaps, took their first rise from incidents which we thought hardly worthy of our notice. We have sometimes escaped the greatest dangers that threatened, not by any wisdom or foresight of our own, but by the intervention of circumstances, of which we neither desired nor thought. By the light offered us in the Scriptures, we may collect proof from our narrow circle that the wise and good providence of God watches over His people from the earliest moment of their lives, overrules and guards them through all their wanderings in a state of ignorance, and leads them in a way that they know not. God's Wise and Good Providence I am persuaded that every believer will see enough in his own case to confirm this, but not all in the same degree. The outward circumstances of many have been uniform. They have known but little variety in life, and with respect to their inward change it has been effected in a secret way, unnoticed by others and almost unperceived by themselves. The Lord has spoken to them, not in thunder and tempest, but with a still small voice he has drawn them gradually to himself. Though they have a happy assurance that they know and love him, and are passed from death unto life, 
yet of the precise time and manner they can give little account. Others he seems to select in order to show the exceeding riches of his grace and the greatness of his mighty power. He suffers the natural rebellion and wickedness of their hearts to have full scope. While other sinners are cut off with little warning, they are spared, though sinning with a high hand and, as it were, studying their own destruction. At length, when all who know them are expecting to hear that they are made instances of divine vengeance, the Lord, whose thoughts are high above ours, as the heavens are higher than the earth, is pleased to pluck them as brands out of the fire, to make them monuments of His mercy, or the encouragement of others. They are, beyond expectation, convinced, pardoned, and changed. A case of this indicates a divine power no less.